Support for NPR and the following message come from our sponsor, Whole Foods Market. Having a party? Whatever you're celebrating, Whole Foods Market has everything you need for a spectacular event. Premium meats, prepared foods, desserts, and more. Start every celebration at Whole Foods Market. Just a quick warning, this episode contains mention of pregnancy loss. The TV cartoon Bluey is a hit with young children, but it's also found a devoted following among their parents who've embraced the show's emotional depth, as well as its messages about creativity, collaboration, and learning through play. Bluey just returned with a batch of new episodes on Disney+, Plus, so we thought, what better time to revisit our conversation about the series. I'm Stephen Thompson. Today, in this encore episode of NPR's Pop Culture Happy Hour, we are talking about Bluey. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Third Love. Third Love makes solutions for every bra problem. Give yourself more lift, smoothing, and get straps that stay put. Every style's wear-tested on real women, made from premium materials, with a virtual fitting room to help you find your perfect fit. Comfort and support are guaranteed. It's time to get your problem solved. Visit thirdlove.com and get $15 off your order with code PODCAST15. Support for NPR and the following message come from our sponsor, Whole Foods Market. Planning a party or honoring a recent grad? Whatever the celebration, Whole Foods Market can make things easy, starting with some delicious marinated steaks, always antibiotic and hormone-free. Simple and easy eats are ready in the prepared foods department. And for dessert, how about a luscious berry chantilly cake? Not in the mood to cook? Their catering menu offers festive options ready to order online at shop.wfm.com. Start every celebration at Whole Foods Market. This message comes from NPR sponsor Visit Myrtle Beach. Sun-drenched days, live music every night, and 60 miles of uninterrupted coastline, Myrtle Beach was made for playing hard and beaching easy. Combine that with the aroma of fresh seafood, southern classics, and local low-country cuisine from over 2,000 restaurants. You belong at the beach, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Plan your trip at visitmyrtlebeach.com. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Doubleday, publishers of Lessons in Chemistry. Be inspired. Read Lessons in Chemistry, the number one global bestseller with more than 6 million copies sold. Meet Elizabeth Zott, a 60s-era scientist who brings her smarts and unapologetic worldview to a TV cooking show that has the power to change lives. Lessons in Chemistry is available wherever books are sold from Doubleday. Joining us today is Emil Niazi. She's a culture writer and panelist on the CBC's Pop Chat. Welcome back, Emil. Thanks for having me. Great to have you. Also with us is Catherine Van Arendonk. She's a critic for Vulture and New York Magazine who writes about TV and comedy. Hi, Catherine. I'm so happy to be here. It is great to have you both. We have much to discuss. So the setup for Bluey is pretty simple. There's a nuclear family with four anthropomorphic dogs. You've got Mom Chili, voiced by Melanie Zanetti. You've got Dad Bandit, voiced by David McCormack. And then there are two girls, four-year-old Bingo and six-year-old Bluey. Both are voiced by uncredited children. Each episode runs about seven minutes and each balances 
gentle humor with some kind of lesson. But those lessons aren't about letters or numbers. Instead, they're about emotional intelligence, thinking about others, sharing, collaborating, making time for the people, or in this case, dogs that you love. It's also notably not just imparting lessons to kids. Bluey has just as much to say to the parents watching at home. Bluey is an Australian series that first premiered in 2018. It was created by Joe Brum, and the accents and setting are very Australian. In the U.S., it's streaming on Disney+. Catherine Van Arendonk, I'm going to start with you. Give me your general thoughts on Bluey. I have a five and an eight-year-old, so I spend a lot of time watching kids' TV. If I'm honest, I spend a lot of time setting up kids' TV and then walking away from it, right? (laughs) But like, there is a lot of the media that they encounter that I know is for them and is extremely not for me, mm-hmm. which is fine. Media does not have to be for everyone. I think for kids, in fact, there should be a whole body of TV and movies that are designed for their developmental level and does not need to serve me at all, right? And so when you see that happen over and over again, and then you happen to stumble on one that you think is not just like palatable to you, but is so overwhelmingly effective for you as an adult. It has this sense of performing a magic act and you can't quite figure out how they even did it. But I have sat and watched all of the Bluey episodes and I think about my own response to them and I am just blown back every time by how remarkable it is to have achieved something that's operating at that level. Yeah. How about you, Emil? I mean, very beautifully said. I think magic is a great word. I feel like magic is a word that a lot of parents use to describe this show because it does impart this kind of surreal feeling because you you sort of start to feel all of the pressures and tensions and headaches of parenting just slip away when you watch it. And it sort of inspires you to be a better parent. And it's very, very difficult to do that, especially for, you know, many of us hardened parents of children under five. You know, you, you sort of have to really be taken out of your physical body to have that feeling. At least I do anyways. And you know, my husband and I have laughed out loud very genuinely at, at many of the episodes, but my almost five-year-old laugh regularly, he compulsively re-watches every single episode as soon as a new season comes out. And every time he's just howling with laughter, the la- the unbridled laughter of a child to get that, to extract that from them mm-hmm. repeatedly, I think is something very remarkable. Yeah. You know, I had not seen Bluey. Bluey didn't coincide with my kids being little. Uh, My kids are 18 and 21. I don't know that I recommend as an emotional experience sending your kids off to college and then mainlining dozens and dozens and dozens of episodes of Bluey. I don't think that was great for my emotional health. I agree with you. There is a certain alchemy to this show because it is funny. It even has moments that I would say are uproarious for something that is still very, very gentle. And I was really curious. I wanted to talk to parents of young kids like the two of you. I really couldn't not see it through the lens of parenting. This show has so much 
to say about parenting that if anything, there were the occasional moments where I felt a little shamed. Mm. Like, oh, I would never let those kids do that. (laughs) Sometimes you just got to get to work. (laughs) You know, don't, don't let your kids derail your day. I'm not surprised that your kids love it. I'm so pleased to hear it because for me, this show really feels like it's made for parents. Yeah. I mean, I think there are a couple things. One is that sense of parenting shame that you feel and which I certainly feel sometimes watching it and which I do think is worth digging into about this show because I don't think it is as simple as every single thing that these parrots do is good and we should emulate it because it is a fantasy in a, a number of ways. But the element of it that I see my kids reacting to that is sort of the games that they like to play, which my kids then play. Like Mm -hmm. they will watch a game on Bluey and then play that game and they will call it by the name of the Bluey episode, which, I mean, it is very hard to get a TV show, which will then get your kids to turn around and not watch the TV show because they play the game. (laughs) How do they do that? that? But I think there is a way that as a parent watching it, You see yourself as a parent and you also then – it asks you to see your kids in a different way. I think there is something about it that makes parent emotions visible to kids in a way that they often aren't. Because it says that sometimes a mom just needs 20 minutes (laughs) and that that can be a concept that your five-year-old can watch and be like, I don't know if I really get that, but okay, that's something that I'm now seeing is a thing that exists or that a parent can be annoyed with their partner and then they figure it out together. Like These are all ways that it presents that parenting reality in a digestible way version for kids. And so I think that is part of what works in that double vision way that is so special about the show. I think um, I'm feeling a little extra annoyed at the new season, maybe uh, just because it's been a long summer and I've been with my four-year-old. Thank God my two-year-old is in daycare full time, but, you know, I've been spending a lot of time with him trying to work the pandemic and working and and parenting through the pandemic is still very fresh on my psyche. And the episode called Whale Watching, where Chili and Bandit have hangovers, which is great, you know, representation for all of us parents who still like to have a glass of wine every now and then. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Are you sick? Uh, No, just, um, uh, sleepy. Yeah, sleepy. We went to bed a bit late last night. Because you went to the New Year's party at Muffins. She saw you dancing on her barbecue table. What? Why wasn't she asleep? She woke up when Uncle Stripe yelled, Cannonball! And jumped into the You know, pool. I'm watching the episode and I'm going, this is great, this is great. Yes, yeah, sometimes parents need to lie down and do nothing and kids just have to play by themselves. And then uh, Chili doesn't want to perform the jumping duties of a whale while the children are whale watching. And then she turns on the TV. And again, I thought, yes, exactly. Sometimes screen time has to happen. Zero guilt about it. Don't feel bad if you have to turn on a whale documentary, right? (laughs) Like these parents are still parenting at a very high level. And then the guilt just starts working overtime. The whale documentary is like laying it on so thick about how good whale moms are to their babies. And And at the end, you know, Chili jumps. And Chili did not have to jump. I just found myself Mm -hmm. shaking my head and going, 
I don't I don't want my kids learning this lesson because you know what? When mommy doesn't want to jump, mommy's not jumping. And that doesn't make me a bad parent. It doesn't make me a bad whale mom. It makes me a very hard worker who's just doing her dang best. Mm-hmm. Yes. Something about this season, and again, maybe it's just been a long summer for me. <laughs> I felt the other side of that sword where I was like, is this really actually kind of maiming parents and and giving kids this idea that you know, our job is to drop everything we're doing and play. And I think there is this real pressure, and I certainly feel it amongst my cohort of parents, is that we've convinced ourselves that we do have to make it that way for our kids. And and this show really reinforces that to like the nth degree. And as much as I love it, and I am glad that I have a wake up call sometimes of like, you know, I can just drop some of the things that don't matter. There are some things that do matter and they do take precedence in the moment. And that's okay too. And and I don't even have to feel bad about that. Yeah, I think it's also worth noting while we're going to air our bluey grievances. <laughs> I am very sympathetic to arguments that I have heard and from a lot of the media that I have seen my kids watching where dads are not present, um, where there is something really great about the way that Bluey models fatherhood for kids so that they understand that this is what is expected of a father on some level. Mm -hmm. And yet I get frustrated by the way that the mom is still bearing the brunt of so much of the sort of emotional cost of what that level of parenting requires. I believe Mm -hmm. the people who make this show are cognizant of the way that it plays as a fatherhood story. It is made by a father whose kids, I don't know who does the voices for Bluey and Bingo, but like they are, these kids on this show are very clearly versions of his kids, right? And he, this is the other thing, he writes all of the episodes, which is an astounding work of art. And Also, you're like, what if a mom wrote a couple of these episodes? Just a couple, Mm -hmm. you know? Yes, we've just aired some, (laughs) we've just aired and shared some bluey grievances. Working through the shame was probably my biggest challenge with this show, just because I just put my kids off to college and you start to just retrace every step of like, was I as present for my kids as I should have been? Did I work through this as well as I should have? Did I avoid this as much as I should have? But I I also want to just talk about favorite episodes. Yeah. You know, because there are stretches of this show and individual episodes that just absolutely knocked me flat. And that I think that every parent and really just like everybody should see. And so I I just wanted to kind of go around the table and talk about favorite episodes of this show. Sure. I mean, Daddy Drop-Off is amazing. Yes. It's sort of bluey at its finest because, again, it can show you what can happen just in your everyday life and how much you can give space to your children to lead those routines and pull you out of what you think has to be this sort of monotonous urgency. And you can fill that with joy and love and curiosity. But it's also just nice to see them going about their daily lives and seeing how overwhelming those things can be. And and it just accomplishes that so well. All right, keep it real, Bingo. Dad? Yes, mate? You didn't do wind-up bingo. Oh, I know, it's just, we're running late, you know. But how do I get in the door? Okay. 
I also love Rain from this new season. Yeah. It's so melancholy. And again, it, I think you see this interplay between Chili and Bluey, which we don't get a lot of because we so often see Bandit interacting with the kids in these types of ways. And it felt very realistic when she does pull herself out of the drudgery of of housework and decides to come and interact with Bluey and, and join in that fun. And I just thought it was such a, a beautiful way of putting it. And Rain and Bedroom, which I also love, probably because I'm in the midst of figuring out if I should separate my two children from sharing a room into their own rooms and bawled my eyes out. <laughs> and then I love favorite things. You know, the families were counting kind of their highs and lows of the day and and Bingo manages to take a low and the whole family helps uh, her reframe it as a high. It's one of those lessons that's so much easier translated by four dogs than it ever could be by me. And so it just, it, it helps bridge the gap. And, and I think that's what a show like this should do and can do so beautifully. Yeah, I mean, those are all incredible. I think it is worth calling out Sleepy Time, which is sort of often listed as like one of the best Bluey episodes. It's from season two. The general idea of that episode is that Bingo keeps waking up and coming to bed with her parents. And it's not fully wordless. There are lines of dialogue, but it is mostly a a dream that is – scored to the uh, Jupiter theme from Holst's Planets. I wanted to shout out Joff Bush, who writes a completely new score for every single episode. (laughs) And yes, he does often incorporate like classical themes. This one, as I said, is Jupiter, but they are always very, very carefully shaped and reinterpreted for the emotional moments that they need. Many of them are completely original. And I think that it is an astounding piece of work that he has done for this show. So yes, Sleepy Time is, I think, one of our favorites. Um, my kids love the episode Escape. That's their favorite, uh, which is a one where <laughs> Bluey and Bingo are mad that their parents are going on a date night. My five-year-old's favorite from season three is an episode called Chest. It is uncannily like her own experiences playing any board game where we attempt to explain what the rules of any board game are, in this case, chess. She immediately says, no, these are the rules or lack of rules that I will be playing with and has a much better time than I personally think anyone's (laughs) ever had playing chess. That's maybe my bias. Oh, the last one I wanted to shout out, uh, Bin Night, which is an episode where they have to take the recycling out. Mm-hmm. Bingo comes home from school. Bandit takes the recycling out with her. And every Thursday, it is a development of a problem that she is having at school with another kid. I think that episode just is quietly one of my very favorites. Yeah. I share some of your favorites. If you took the Bluey logo off of Sleepy Time, put a Pixar logo on top of it, and put it in theaters before Toy Story 5, it would win an Oscar. Yeah. yeah for Best Animated Short Film. It is a masterpiece. But I do want to talk about one second of one episode of this show that I think encapsulates so much of what is beautiful about it. And I'm going to try to get through this emotionally level. (laughs) Um, So there's an episode called The Show in which 
Bandit and Chili are sitting there watching Bingo and Bluey give a little presentation, a little play of how the two of you met. And it's a very child's eye view of like what courtship and marriage and starting a family would be like. It's a lot of they're on this date and then they, you know, and then they get married and this is what their wedding is like. And Bingo comes out and she's got a balloon tucked under her shirt to signify that Chili is pregnant. And the lesson of the episode is about kind of rolling with challenges as they arrive and being able to deal with sudden negative changes and how do you come back from that. And so the balloon pops. Okay, let's keep this moving. So then, When that balloon pops, they cut to the parents and their faces fall. And Bandit puts his hand on Chili's hand. It's very clear in that moment that they have lost a pregnancy. It's never commented on again. The kids have no awareness of it. It's just thrown in there as a little detail. And when we talk about how this show is made, not only with lessons for kids, but with nods to parents who are watching. I just found that to be such a striking moment of grace and empathy yeah. for parents watching at home. Yeah. I I um, I had that same reaction to that moment. Uh, I think it is the kind of thing that is why I am willing to continue to call the show a masterpiece, even as I am <laughs> perpetually railing against what I feel like are its blind spots. I'm still going to say that this is the best kids show on TV and for like the last decade, right? Probably longer. I agree. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Catherine, as you mentioned, um, it's a way for our kids to see the totality of our lives before children, before they were around. Mm -hmm. It's so, so wonderful to build that kind of empathy both ways. And it really speaks to who's watching Bluey and its parents and children together. And it's so rare to, you know, as you mentioned at the beginning, very, very rare to have shows like that where you choose as a family to sit down together and consume it and get excited about the new season and get excited about a new drop. You know, it reminds me of when I was a young child and there were only maybe three or four channels you could watch anyways. And the the shows that you watched as a family just were so impactful and generated so much conversation and really were this amazing bridge to discuss things that you just maybe couldn't discuss before. And I think Bluey is doing that in a way that is surprising, exciting, joyful, wonderful. And yes, sometimes very frustrating and annoying for the older people watching <laughs> But again, it, it just it, it's so rare that we could even have this conversation about children's shows that how can it not be transcendent? Yeah, I think we can agree that this is a show every parent should have an opportunity to share with their kids. It is a real gem. We want to know what you think about Bluey. Find us at facebook.com slash PCHH. That brings us to the end of our show. Catherine Van Arendonk, Emil Niazi, thanks so much to both of you for being here. Oh, thanks for having us. It was a terrible, terrible burden, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> 
And of course, thank you for listening to Pop Culture Happy Hour from NPR. This episode was produced by Ramel Wood and edited by Jessica Reedy. Hello, Come In provides our theme music. I'm Stephen Thompson, and we will see you all tomorrow. This message comes from NPR sponsor FX, presenting Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX is Clipped, now streaming only on Hulu. Support for NPR and the following message come from IXL Online. Is your child asking questions on their homework you don't feel equipped to answer? IXL Learning uses advanced algorithms to give the right help to each kid, no matter the age or personality. One subscription gets you everything. One site for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And NPR listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com NPR. All that sitting and swiping, your body is adapting to your technology. Learn how and what you can do about it. I really felt like the cloud in my brain kind of dissipated. Once I started realizing what a difference these little bricks were making, there's no turning back for me. Take NPR's Body Electric Challenge. Listen to the series wherever you get your podcasts.